Formula One is back at the Tempo of Speed for the 2022 Italian Grand Prix Monza. Packed house, horrible organisation and some safety car drama reminiscent of last year's finale. Oh, it was a great weekend. Joined by Tom and by Nick to review it all. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah. I'm good, thanks. You know, looking forward to talking about the Formula One Pirelli Grand Premio d'Italia. Excellent. Well done. Any more sponsors? No, but I just would say from the start, let's get it in there. We're recording as the Formula One eSports series is actually happening now. Ooh. I think. Whoa. Hyped? Everyone excited? Mm. Yeah, shouldn't, sure. shouldn't swear on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're back at Monza this weekend. Uh, bit of driver news, probably outside the weekend, so I think we'll cover that at the end. Mm-hmm. But going into Friday, we almost lost our driver. And Alex Albon. Alex yeah. Albon had appendicitis, had to go to the hospital for surgery. It was then announced after the race he was in ICU with respiratory failure. Um, but he's recovering back home and aims to be back next week. So, best wishes to him. Indeed, yeah. But that did open the door for Nick DeVries to make his full debut for a race weekend. He's tested just about every car on the grid this year. Mm-hmm. But he's back in the Williams for the race. And I thought it was the story of the weekend. It was exceptional in that car. Breath of fresh air. It was really nice. For me, it was uh, in qualifying. So first of all, you beat your teammate. I mean, I know we're not singing the TV's yeah. praises that much. But still, come on. Yes. He's not even had three practice sessions <laughs> in that car. No, that's He's obviously true, had yeah. one in Aston Martin. But um, it was in qualifying, actually, when... Ah, did he blow a lap in Q2? Yes, uh, it would have got many. Potentially. Oh, could have got a minute here for a year. Mm. Yeah, but even the fact that he was pushing it to that point and uh, when he's braking for the second chicane, the car snaps under downshifts and mm-hmm. you just thought, ah, oh, okay, it's a mistake, but to see the car at its very, very li- limit is just not something Latifi's really doing at the minute. Yeah. It's just an attitude. The way the car moved, I thought, oh, he's there. He's found the limit of this car already. That was That was impressive for me. Yeah, and I think having those, um, well, in particular, that FB1 for Aston Martin and Monza must have been a big help. Mm. I don't know, it's a totally but different completely car. different car. But yeah. it still gives you a bit of an eye in for a current car at this track. He's not going in completely cold. So which cars is driven this year? It's every Mercedes engine vehicle, isn't it? Everything but the uh, Mercedes. Um, sorry, the McLaren, I should say. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Yeah, I keep think for regressing for some reason, thinking it was a Renault power plant. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is talk that he's going to be testing the Alpine and their private test this week as well. Mm. Which is twenty twenty one car, though, isn't it? Yeah. So that'll I mean, be. What that'll... can you learn from that? I'm not sure. No, but the, um, we'll cover it at the end. But there's some weird driver choices in that private test. Oh mm. right, yeah. Sorry. So, but we'll on co- the, on the weekend, fantastic performance. Oh yeah, totally. Points on his Does, debut. I mean, he's yeah. Latifi's still not got anything this year. Latifi said post race, "Oh well, you know, if our car isn't one for attacking. It's you use a straight line speed to just sort of sit there in the train. So if you've qualified there, it'll stay there." Well, okay, I get that, but you didn't qualify there. No, <laughs> so it's still it's still highlighting a big pace differential between 
the drivers. Yeah, I think I think both. If we didn't know already, I think we know now. We've probably seen the last of Latifi. Yeah. And De Vries looks now in strong position for that Williams seat, which I think is great because he's deserved a drive. He's he's a world champion. One from Mercedes, one F two. Yeah. Yeah. Who else do you think would go in there? Um, is his name Logan Sargent? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We actually we'll leave that to the end. Yeah. Right. Yes. Good pair. Well. We could go into qualifying, but it seems kind of pointless since there was four thousand good yes. penalties. Again. So how long was it before we knew what the grid was? Certainly, several hours, wasn't it? Yeah, and the FIA put a, a provisional grid, and ten minutes later, it turned out that was wrong, so they had to issue another one. So nobody knew where they were starting. But when you've got mm-hmm. journalists struggling to work it out, is it a good system? Yeah. You know, never mind the the. More casual fan. Yeah, it, I know there's probably not a better way to do it, but all these engine penalties drive me up the wall. This is where the 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 purists, which I actually don't count myself as one, but maybe I'm. A, I don't know. But there's two points. One which we'll cover later with to do with the safety car, and this was another where the pure, the purists came out of the woodwork with the loud voices on the internet. Oh, this is the right thing to do. I I just think that this system is confusing mm-hmm. for this big op- this, this huge audience that Formula One has got is an opportunity. It's not guaranteed that it's going to stick around. And this is one small element that, if I were relatively new to Formula One, I'd be a bit like, ah, oh, that's confusing as hell. Don't get that. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I mean, was it uh, Karun Chandok came up with an idea last race? I think it was in commentary. And I can't remember if he was talking about practice or qualifying, but he said dock the team's time. So as they get oh, okay. less practice, less time to get their cars sorted. Mm. And I thought, that's, I'm not sure if that would work, but that's an interesting alternative. An- mm. Another alternative is cash, isn't it? Yeah, like, but in a budget cap era, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Well, it is, but the, the argument before for cash was always that the big teams wouldn't care. But now, mm. now I suppose they would care, but Given mm. that, you know, Red Bull can't afford a second four for Perez. Yeah. So they're, they're clearly already struggling with the, the budget cap. So adding, you know, 100 grand penalties every engine component is probably not, probably not sensible. Yeah. Okay, so what we've done there is flagged the problem, but we've not come up with a solution. Correct. And I hate the word solution. And I, that was a whole sentence of business talk there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we, we, maybe we think for another episode what we would do. We are not the ideas people. We are the criticism ah, people. Yes. We are the <laughs> the people that constantly come with problems and not ideas. Absolutely. We're the reviewers. We're not we're not the creators <laughs> in this instance. So the news for qualifying DeVries beat uh, Latifi and then Leclerc took pole from two tens or a tenth and a half from Verstappen. But none of that mattered. So we end up with Russell starting second, Norris was third. Ricardo 4th, Gasly 5th, Derice on his debut 8th, and Latifi started in the top 10, which must be nice for him. Yeah. The number of uh, people tweeting about a potential McLaren win at this point was difficult. <laughs> they were all extremely short-sighted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and short-lived. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, if about 20 seconds into the race I'd tweeted, this will be an easy one for Max then. And mm-hmm. at that point, it was just like, oh my god, he's passed three cars already. I'm not even finished the first lap. So, 
Which race was it recently that he won that wasn't Sound Vault, where he started from further down? Spa. Spa. I think he started 14. Spa. Yes. Did we not learn from Spa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if he won every race from now to the end of the season, to be honest. But, yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun championship. But anyway, the start. Russell got a really good launch, but Leclerc managed to keep the lead. Norris gets a horror start and he drops down, I think, to eighth or so. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of places. Oh, it's kind of clean and it turn one for Monza. There's a little bit of bumping. Bottas uh, shoves uh, Magnussen across the curbs mm-hmm. and then Schumacher bumps in the back of Bottas, but there's no real damage. Magnussen got a penalty for that because he, he gained an advantage. So he got a five second penalty for skipping that chicane. Mm. I thought it was a little bit harsh considering he got pushed, but yeah, he didn't he get all the places the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he still dropped back, which is a bit. I thought it was a wee bit harsh, but yeah, and I, I think that's it. down to the team as well, isn't it? They should be telling him where he should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did find that a lot. If you look to best on board, you're on board with Ocon, and he's the one on the radio saying that Magnussen's gained advantage, whereas Ocon wasn't really that close to him mm-hmm. during that, so. I thought it was a wee bit strange. Uh, Ocon enters the corner ahead of him, though, doesn't he? Oh no, it doesn't. I don't think he does. But uh, kind of, he's he's. I think he's alongside Schumacher and Bottas, but mm. the Haas, I think, minus is slightly ahead of him. So that's why right. I was a bit confused. He didn't really lose out to him, but it was flagged. He got a penalty anyway, five seconds. I think uh, Hamilton was extremely timid here. Mm. I think. Uh, he was. Hmm. What did he start right at the back anyway? He started and nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, so final row, and when they come around to the first corner, he runs wide. He's really uh, trepidatious, and then he's extremely slow over the sausage curbs, which hmm. Russell of the same curbs in the same car just flies straight across. Yeah, and he's fine. So I, I get it. It's a long race, and he doesn't want to get caught in any imbroglio. But it's uh, yeah, it's. I think he loses a lot of time actually at the start because his rejoins extremely slow. Hmm. What did you think of the defence from Leclerc on uh, Russell? Fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It it pushes him off, but he's got the inside line. He's ahead, so he's got the right to do that. Um, But I like the fact that George tried it, even though it's completely futile. Hmm. I think it's a marker to say, you know, if I do have a good car, I'm going to fight you. Even if you're on home turf, I'm still going to try yeah so he made him work for it so it provided some entertainment hmm so going into second chicane there was a really nice move from Norris on Alonso he yeah. comes from miles back and he completely catches Fernando off guard Fernando's kind of just dawdling in the middle of the track looking at the back of I think Ricardo mm. and Norris just sends it around outside the first one and if you look at the on boards um, Alonso does a really sharp take to his right with his helmet to spot uh, Norris, so he's really caught him off guard and manages to take back, I think, seventh. Yeah, yeah nicely done. It's not often you do that with Alonso, eh? Yeah. It's a real surprise attack, but I like that. Instant, the instant fight back is what you need to do in scenarios where you've had a, 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 poor mm-hmm. m- a moment or a poor start in, the, in this particular instant. There's no point going, ah, oh, no, damn it, I lost it. You should need to be straight on the attack, right? Yeah. Like Adam Jones used to be liking the biggest touring card. It's been a while. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't even remember who that one is. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so Verstappen then clears Gasly and Ricardo. I think he gets them basically about 20 seconds apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So he's up to third. And then by lap five, he easily takes second from Russell into turn one, who doesn't even bother fighting it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just wrote nice late breaking by Max, but yeah, it was just too easy for him. (laughs) That is a big, that is a big disappointment this year. There's there's no real fight at the front anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We all went in there with hopes of uh, cars can drive closer and maybe they can, but the key thing from the opening rounds was (gasps) it's Ferrari versus Red Bull. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even mind the fact that there's a huge, huge gap towards team number three and then an even big, a bigger gap as well between the third quickest team and the rest of the field. But it's the fact that uh, now there's not even a fight between the two teams at the top. Yeah, I'm with you on that as well. It's just... Yeah, no competition, is there really? And Red Bull and Verstappen are doing an amazing job. So Oh, yeah. Don't want to take that away. It's just as a neutral, you just or even a fan, you just want to see them fight for it a bit more. I mean, what I would say is Perez is getting absolutely slapped up right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you're saying that the cars aren't equal because of the budget cap and stuff with the upgrades, but is that correct? Yeah, he's got yeah. a different spec of four than still. Happen. He's uh, nowhere near. Yeah, I mean, how much difference that makes, I don't know, but I can't imagine they it finished- being more than 10th or two. How did he finish behind Hamilton in the race? He did, didn't he? He, uh, I think he was fifth and eight, sixth in the end. Mm. Fastest lap, but still. Maybe they pitted him. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, no, but we didn't see him fighting too much. and um, He had a little battle with Sainz the first couple of laps. Mm-hmm. Sainz got past him, and then after that, Carlos was gone. I think he made up eight places in six laps. Yeah, yeah, so the gap between Perez and the Ferraris even shouldn't be this big. I would say that he had his brakes on fire, didn't he? So he did. maybe that <laughs> hampered him. He did, yeah. But it's been a couple of rounds now where the gap's too big. I think if it was old Red Bull, he'd be sacked. But he's got a two-year contract, and they don't care as long as Max wins. Yeah. Because conspiracy theory time, maybe the, he gets all the nice upgrades and the full team sport and the power-up when uh, the constructors or the teams and the driver's titles wrapped up. Maybe he wins the final two races of the season. That's a prediction. There we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that happening as well. As a little thank you. Yeah, as a little. <laughs> all right, you've done your job by just playing that. Take it easy. Get to the end. Points roll now. Now you can have fun. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We then get a VSC. Vettel parks up with power issues. He just. I think he should retire now. Yeah. That <laughs> looks a miserable experience driving that Aston Martin. He was forced off the track a bit by Stroll at one point as well. Uh, yes, he was. That was a bit rude. For a teammate battle anyway. Didn't uh, Seb do that to Stroll at Spa though? So. Yeah. One all. <laughs> I'm not very polite to each other anymore. <laughs> no. Well, why would you? Yeah. So there's a VSC which then brings Leclerc and the statue and sauce. Went on the medium far too early really. Do you think that was but, a good time? I can see why they did it. Because if they didn't, Max probably would have. But at this point, I thought Max would have won regardless of what happened. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I, this is one where I don't blame Ferrari for, for taking the gamble. I think 
it would they would get blamed and lambasted more if they were more competitive during the race, right? Mm-hmm. But then I think maybe just the VSC came at the wrong time for them. Oh yeah, just because they were on the soft and they had to, you know, you can't go too long on those. And if you restart after VSC with worn tires, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Max would have pitted, wouldn't he? Yeah, for once, Mercedes. I don't know, Mercedes. For once, Ferrari. It's not your fault. <laughs> I've got a question for you both about Ferrari, though. Yeah. Do you think we hear more of their team radio clips because it's a story at the minute? Oh, definitely. Liberty Media is hamming it up a bit. Because I don't hear Latifi's strategy calls. No. It's, um, <laughs> you only hear Ferrari's, right? <laughs> FOM, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think. Um, which I can't remember what that stands for, but. Formula One Management. Thank you. Yeah, that, it's all down to them, I think, but yeah. Whatever makes a better story for them is always what they're going to put out. I did notice Brundle in the commentary. He keeps commenting, oh, Ferrari keep asking Leclerc's opinion. Yes. Uh, they they seem nervous, unsure. But then, if I remember back to when they would ask Hamilton things and Hamilton would overrule his team and give yeah, in. true. Mm-hmm. There wasn't criticism then. There was praise. So I just... I think conspiracy, another conspiracy theory time. I do think that Ferrari has messed up a lot of strategies and made a lot of pit stop mistakes. And oh, yeah. It's a disaster. Mm-hmm. But I do think we're hearing a bit more from that team than we would normally. Like, yeah. Oh, Charles, do you want this or do you want that? It does seem like really amateur, but we don't know really if other teams are doing that as well. Yeah, you don't often hear the asking Yuki Sonoda what he wants to do. Yeah. I want to know what Yuki Sonoda's strategies are. Every to, race. To be fair, they probably can't broadcast his answers. No, yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you see Bottas using Traffic Paradise in practice? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> now it's become part of the lexicon. It's just become a Formula 1 driver term now, mm. even though it makes little sense. That's a nice pussy I've got there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an extra microphone. I <laughs> uh, don't know what she's doing. That. I know, I apologise. <laughs> Ascari signs in, gets past Ricardo. Nice move. Then Max pits for mediums about ten, eight or ten laps later than Leclerc, which opens up the the one stop for him. Lap thirty four, and then Leclerc makes a second stop for soft tires. But after that, it doesn't make any dent in Verstappen's lead. No, all. no, no! It's coming down a tenth per lap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it only it was a hundred lap race. Yeah, maybe. I didn't really see much in the midfield. Did you guys get really much you want to talk about? There wasn't a lot going on, really. Oh, I just want to say Danny Ricciardo drove the race of his life. <laughs> I think that's what we unanimously agree, right? Especially our mates who we play Gran Turismo with. Mm. Yes. Yeah, we're all agreed. Best race ever for Ricciardo. He definitely no, has I... tickets booked for the DRS train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say that I still think that he was... It's a tough job. Okay, if he's slow or whatever, but everyone behind you's got DRS. Mm-hmm. And so to keep in front, obviously everyone's going through with a Ferrari or a Red Bull or a Mercedes, so that's inevitable. And it's just sad. It just may be sad to see, you know, McLaren and the Alpha and the Williams and the Alpines just, you know, sort of drop down the order as one by one all the top six get through. That's mm-hmm. very processional, isn't it? Yeah. So then you realise, oh, well, yeah, they're not even fighting slightly for a podium. They're fighting for seventh. So basically, the fight is for seventh. That's the fight in this race. Hmm. And Ricardo leads it all the way through, through the entirety, does he not? Until he breaks down? Yeah, he lets Norris go after ah, him. Ah, that's true. his second stop. 
But, yeah. but, but apart but from that, it. he's ahead the full race. And so he's seventh and eighth of the McLarens. So mm-hmm. still good. And I think Norris is on a different tyre strategy at this point, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's on the softer tyre towards the end, is he? Uh, yes, so. he was on the softs. Yeah, so he's going to be quicker. But then without the virtual safety car, maybe... Well, he probably was right time to still pull away. So that's fine. I was going to say, hypothetically, maybe Ricardo would cut back in again as the tyres worn, but I don't think that'll be the case. Still, Norris got the preferential treatment of the strategy. Ricardo let him through, but apart from that, he was at the head of that train. Mm. And and Gasly got past at one point nearly, but had to let by. And yeah, he, he was uh, doing the whole weaving down the straight, wasn't he, to uh, break the toe? Which I think is quite tricky to then do that and then still manage to be at the right braking zone at the right line because you can almost distract yourself. Mm-hmm. He's speaking from experience, Tom. I, I, from I was experience. wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of uh, I think. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. We'll move on. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought it was a good race for Ricardo. That mm. was if you if he was trying to rebuild his confidence, I thought that was a good one for him. Because yeah. he, he he didn't make a mistake. He no, was, that's he good. was he was pretty. He might not have pace in Norris, but he drove a pretty much perfect yeah. race up until the point where it went wrong for him. Mm. He was out qualified by Norris, but only just this time. Uh, yes, yeah. he's still in the same ballpark. Yes, so it was yeah. an improvement. I mean, there's less, there's fewer corners at this circuit, right? <laughs> yeah. So, mm, yeah. maybe if anywhere's going to be like that, it's here. It is, but you mess up one of these corners, you you lose so much lap time. So you do, yeah. Norris, I felt a bit sorry for it. his stop was a bit slow, and it was, it ended yeah, up true. coming mm-hmm. out behind Ricardo. He would have probably been ahead of Ricardo if his stop was fine mm. at that point, um, but he, he came out behind. Gasly then chucked it around the outside of turn one to give himself seven, mm-hmm. but then Hamilton managed to cut back on both of them. And yes. I thought it was really clever. He boxed Norris mm-hmm. in, Ben Gasly, and then manages to take both of them into the second chicane. That was my move of the race. That was a good one. Yeah, I was uh, having a go at Hamilton for turn one and been too nervous, but this ultimately, I thought his progress as well through the opening laps was really poor. Through the field, mm. you know, it took forever to get into like seventeenth, mm-hmm. but it all worked out, and the strategy was perfect. And this was a nice move as well to cap it off. Yeah, it was a lovely move that one. Second best fight of the race, though, I've <laughs> slated him a little bit, but it was there uh, between Latifi and Schumacher. Schumacher passed in the first chicane, Latifi got back in the second chicane, and then Schumacher had to come back at the first lesmo. It was a nice, nice little fight. It was, it was a- something to watch. It was a lovely <laughs> dive by Latifi, but at the same time, um, sorry, by Mick on Latifi. But I did think Latifi didn't defend it in the slightest. And it was just, just seemed very timid in that first one, but he did fight back mm. very well afterwards. Mm. He did. I thought he, he really lost a lot of time when he backed out of the first Lesmo, but mm-hmm. I think he was on all tyres at that point. Yeah. I think um, there was a tyre difference, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But at least he was fighting. True. Yeah. I mean, I wish you could praise Latifi more because I do feel sorry for him. But oh, I feel very sorry for him as well. Yeah. I think he, I think he'd be a great driver in another series if he was in Weck. sports cars or something. Yeah, yeah Wake or even if he moved to Formula E for a bit. But F one, he's just he's not got the pace. It's weird, yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. So then, finish off the race, we are haunted by the ghosts of Abu Dhabi again. Uh, 
as there's a safety car with five laps to go. Dan Ricardo parks up between the two Lesmos because his engine just dies. Um, they can't get the car moved as well because it's stuck in gear, so it has to be craned. Safety car comes out. Safety car doesn't pick up the leader immediately. And then it takes, I think, another two laps before the field goes through so he can pick up Max. And by the time it all kind of gets sorted out, lap cars haven't overtaken and it's the end of the race, so there's no time to restart. So Max wins behind the safety car. Ah, now then. It's not lap cars that have overtaken right or something. Lap cars didn't overtake, but the no, light right. cars were to pick up the leader. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a thing that I got confused by. Our friend James rightly corrected me on that. Um, so some some cars would have unlapped themselves just by doing that, mm, I'd imagine. Maybe. No, so yeah, they'd have caught up to the back of the train. But So allegedly this was to the letter of the law. And yeah. everybody's learned a lesson and we got no complaints. But I was still left a little mm-hmm. deflated by the whole scenario. Well, F1 Twitter. Um, <laughs> came, up with all, came up with all sorts of conspiracy theories. Well, during the race, I wanted them to throw a red flag because I was bored out my nut, in all honesty. There's that whole Azerbaijan precedent, yeah. isn't there, from a few years ago? Was yeah. It last year? Uh, uh, yeah, it was last year. But the the... the I wanted them for a red flag for excitement, but I didn't think it deserved a red flag. Yeah. Because yeah. it, w- it wasn't a crash or anything. Mm. There wasn't repairs. It was just there was a car parked at the side mm-hmm. of the road. So I d- it would have been a lot very artificial if they'd done a red flag at that point. Yeah, true. Yeah. I just want... So it's fine. I'm, you know, I've calmed down a bit. In the moment, it's a bit like, this is crap. <laughs> when you think about it, okay, fine. The purists are correct. But... I'm going to propose this. I know there's reasons for not doing it, but I would love a maximum of three laps added onto the race distance when the safety cars. A la British touring cars. And my justification yep. for it is this. In this scenario here, the car was actually cleared. So all you needed was another two, one or two laps on the race and you would have got a finale. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's too cheesy like a red flag. It's not like a competition pause like they would have in America or something. Uh, it's a well-known system of British touring cars. The, the yeah. big thing I think people would complain about is, oh, the amount of fuel in the cars. But if everybody mm-hmm. fuels their car with two or three extra laps, um, that's fine. Maybe that's not possible, but bearing in mind, you do save fuel during the safety car period. Yeah. So if you put a limit of, okay, calculation, it's going to be a maximum of two extra laps added because of the fuel tank size and et cetera, et cetera. Bear in mind that you're going to save some fuel. I think that's a workable solution for next year. I think so, and I think it has been brought up before, and the argument was to do with fuel. But I'm sure, like you say, of course it was. Yeah, cost fuel, blah blah blah. Ways they can get around that. Yeah, but you save fuel in the safety car period. Maybe it's a thing where it's mandated that you have to have the two or three extra laps. Right. Yeah. But you could police that by, because I'm sure by Saturday night or Sunday morning. All the teams have their fuel calculations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they know what's per lap. So it could be a case of Sunday morning you have to give us your fuel calcs, and whatever it works out per lap, we add that on, and that's your minimum. You almost don't even need that. If you run out of fuel, tough. It's your own fault. Mm. Yeah, there's that as well. Have you ever if seen you anyone run out of fuel in British touring cars when they do safety car laps and add laps on? I know it's a different tank size, different weight yeah. of vehicle, but I've never seen it happen. 
No. But if you're if there's a way to police it, that's a very easy way to do it. Yeah, true. And then no one can no one can have a complaint because like the FIA has told you to put it in. Yeah. If you've fudged your calcs, then that's a grievous your fault. Well, do the old arrow strategy of when there was refueling and it was to do with the qualifying of not fill put it like putting a thimble full for your yes. first lap and so he led the first lap and then pitted immediately. <laughs> I, I was I was glad to see him follow the rules. Yeah, um, I did. Yeah, I did miss Michael Massey. <laughs> oh, he's got a new job this week. Let me find yeah, it. Yeah, he's, we he's got three or four, isn't he? It feels like. Yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah. I do think this uh, red flag issue wouldn't have been as bad without the whole Abu Dhabi situation from last year. Oh yeah, I think that's certainly amplified it. This wouldn't really be a talking point if it wasn't for Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy Total Bull's face when Ted Kravis asked him about it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, just there's, there's, there's a nice look in his face. And then Lewis Hamilton said after the race that it's nice to see them follow the rules. There's only one time in history they've not followed the rules and today mm-hmm. they've got it right. I was like, yeah, yeah, we know Lewis. But... So, just quickly, Michael Massey is, is he's been appointed to the South Australian Motorsport Board. Mm-hmm. But he's also chair of Supercars Commission. So he's got the two cushy jobs down in Oz. And good luck to him. Oh, yeah, because I, th- I do think he did a good job as race director. He just had a bad race. Personally. Well, it was a Anis Horribilis kind of race, though, wasn't it? It was like the oh, worst yeah. of the worst. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just think he, <laughs> he wasn't awful at his job. He just had a really awful race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The FIA has been a bit more consistent this year too, but mm. how much do you pin on him for that? Well, also, did you notice that Monza, the Curva Alberetto Parabolica, I think that's correct, yep. <laughs> has gr- extra gravel again. Yes. Yes. Which is nice to no see. No track limit issues there. Mm. No. There was uh, there was some conspiracies on flying because some people I looked at Leclerc's lap that he did in Q1. And at the exit second wise more was over the curb. Uh but kept uh, his lap. But hmm. it's just speaking about FIA consistency, there is a little bit inconsistency in the track limits thing because they said they said at the start of the season it was white line everywhere and then sometimes it isn't the white line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Austria though? <laughs> but not somewhere else. So Yay. Max one. Yay. Uh, Russell oh, yeah. got a podium. Mm-hmm. That's well done, George, getting another podium. Yeah. And then, yeah, usual suspects. DeVries got points, his debut, two points. And Joe was mm. in the first points for the first time in a long time, I think, since. We should Canada. quickly talk about the demise of Alfa Romeo. Salva, yes. not demise, but yes. like their form has been so bad through this middle part of the year. Now, I don't think enough people have mentioned it that this. Terrible and has yeah, I mean, completely have, dropped off a cliff. Have they done any updates yet? Has has have done one and that's yeah. it. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I know they didn't do for the majority of the season. But I think they might have done. Yeah, it I now. think I think they did enact it because I think Mick Schumacher was talking about in Zandvoort. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're still working with the setups of the new update or something. Yeah, once again, beat his teammate. Well, I know Alpha's what well, one of Alpha's problems is that they were the only team underweight, weren't they? Or oh, sorry, not underweight, but at the correct weight at the start of the year. Yeah, now everyone's caught up. Yeah. Um, and I think that was flattering them a little bit. Mm, yeah, it must be that. Mm. Must be that. 
it's a yeah, it's been a tough year for well, Schumacher's had a horrible year. But mm. Ma- the Magnuson's yep. forms went off a cuff as well. And Bottas. Yeah. Bottas beaten again. It's, yeah. it's, like it's I say, very strange. Schumacher was ahead of Magnuson. Oh Magnuson got a penalty so, even even despite that. Max can now win the title in Singapore. Well, officially win the title. Next race. We, we, I think we've all <laughs> said he's Next. already the champion. Yeah, yeah. But it's getting a bit mm. tasty for second. I will say that. Got Leclerc on 2.19, Perez on 2.10 and Russell on 2.03. So George is still, he's hanging in there, he's chipping away and he's he's closing in on Perez. So I think there's every chance he finishes third this year. Oh yeah, definitely. And I still think, even though they got outscored this week, I still think Mercedes will finish in front of Ferrari. Um, I don't, but no. I just think Ferrari's car no. is too quick, but... They've got to cut out these mistakes, that's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just checking the driver's stand as there to see if Latifi was ball Hulkenberg yeah. or not. But he's uh, he's <laughs> he's twenty first out of twenty two. Yes. It's not ideal, is it? But yeah. Poor boy. Poor boy. Yeah. Still time for another Hulkenberg. Well, funny funny we should mention Hulkenberg. It looks like he's going to Haas. Strongly linked. Ooh, I won't go that far. He's strongly mm-hmm. linked to be the replacement for Mick Schumacher. Well, Steiner's said he's on the list, but that you know, but so is Giovinazzi, right? Oh uh, yeah. So is Jack Villeneuve, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think Hunkenberg that's a great sign in if has to make Did it. You? I think it'd be great, but just a, a slight tangent and we're already running long. But to see Jack Villeneuve was having a dig at Ricardo saying he had two terrible years at Renault. I think he actually did all right at Renault. Yeah. Smashed his teammate. He had a poor six months at Renault. I would have yeah, said. Yeah, he got up to speed. Yeah. Oh, Jacques. I mean, I clicked the link so it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'm struggling though to make a case for Alpine taking Ricardo, but I'm, yeah, I'm struggling uh, to justify by the word. Apparently, yeah. Well, apparently Hulkenberg's on the list of candidates for Alpine as well. Yeah, and De Vries is now. In fact, everybody is. Alpine's like, we're open, everybody. Not <laughs> yeah. like we're desperate. Well, the Alpine's test... But by the way, we've got a history of terrible management. Do you want to come drive us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Alpine's test this week is Nick De Vries, apparently, Colton Herter, and Jack Doohan, I believe, and their private mm-hmm. test. Mm. So Colton Herter, apparently, they're trying to give him, basically, experience so that Gasly can get a of Alfa Tauri. But... Mm-hmm. Kerr is just not going to get the super license points as things stand at the moment unless he does something on off season. Yeah. So it's looking hard for him to get over. I, I don't really understand why Red Bull are so obsessed with him, if I'm completely honest. Mm. But they look, not, not when they have keen. juniors. Yeah, they've, they've got decent junior drivers. Mm-hmm. Why, why? I don't know what the rush is for Colton Herter to get in unless they're. Unless they're they're lining him up for a Red Bull drive. I mean, he's. I'm, he's I'm yeah. I can't help but think Liberty's paying for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a big push for an American F1 driver. McLaren this week are testing Alex Poe, uh, Pat Ward, and someone else. I can't remember who now. And last year's car out in Barcelona. But you were saying Pelot's not actually driving for them in IndyCar next year, correct? They've lost the case. 
Yeah, so it'll be Power Ward, Rosenquist, mm. and... Oh, I'm glad Rosenquist has got retained it. I think he deserves it. Yeah, so I think it's the same three drivers as this year. They're keeping an IndyCar. Well, they won the <laughs> Piastri thing. They <laughs> lost the Pillow thing. Yeah. Very weird. Anything else in the drivers? Well, who would who would you, Colin and Nick, respectively, mm. put in the Alpine and the Williams seat? Gasly. Hang on, right. Colin, Alpine? Mm, I'd go Gasly as well. Mm. And that's what you would do, Nick? Uh, interesting. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree to that. What about Williams, DeVries? DeVries all round? I don't know. Not that he's not good enough. It's just they have that junior driver lined up and it's just like, well... Sergeant. Yeah. You just think that he's been groomed to be their next driver. I don't think he's good enough. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. What's the point of these junior driver programs if you don't use them, Alpine? Yeah. (laughs) I I Actually, do you know, I would reverse my Gasly statement for Alpine. I would put Duran in there. If you look at the points table for F2... Congratulations to Filip Drugovic, by the way, for winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, has he got an Aston Martin reserve driver? Yeah, he has. Yeah. He is next year. It, it arguably deserves more, but all right. And also Victor Martins for winning F3. That was this weekend, wasn't it? But um, yeah, I'd, I'd promote doing. Uh, he got another pole position at the weekend, but he had a clutch drama, which meant he couldn't get off the line. Hmm. So, like, and then he got wiped out. So, like, it looks like, oh, he's been, he's had a crash and stuff. But he was quick enough for pole. He won his first feature race. Like, the progression from the start of the year is just like, oh yeah, really steep upwards. And I think I think I would I would take a punt. Yeah, I think I I'll put I, him in a test reserve role, personally. Well, I think that's probably what's going to happen, isn't it? Mm. it does and DeVries, by the way, yeah, it does depend. DeVries, sorry for talking over that. DeVries that's apparently right. has lineup offers for someone in WEC. Can't remember who. Might be Toyota actually, was it? And Maserati in Formula E. He was going to do a joint program. Mm. And it was all apparently allegedly agreed. So it could be that actually he might be locked down to that already and it's all a bit awkward. True. I, I can't see it though. I think. No, I can't. The lure of Formula One will get him in somehow if someone wants him bad enough. So are we saying that Ricardo's out for the year, do you think? Uh, the, the way he's speaking, it looks <laughs> like it. He, he said so, yeah. today he's quite happy. To not jump into a seat if he doesn't think it's right. So I think he's settled on being out of the car for a year. But it's hard to see where he'd come back into if he's looking for a top half drive. I can mm. see him going to Merck as a reserve driver, but I can't see him getting back in at Merck like the following year. No, that Hamilton was asked about that as well, and he says, Well, welcome mm-hmm. him, but he shouldn't be a reserve driver for us. Yeah. So it's whether he sits there. And thinks that he gets Hamilton's drive when Hamilton walks away, but again, mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. No. I think it's definitely for next year, I think it's game over for him. After that, mm-hmm. who knows? Mm. Ah, yeah, I think so as well. There's a load of uh, sports car teams looking for drivers, so oh, I'm yeah. sure I'll have him. I don't think he'll be at work next year, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Haas, who's getting that seat? Oh, God knows. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love Hulkenberg. 
And I would put Olkenberg on there, provided it's a one-year deal and he knows he's going to retire at the end of it. <laughs> Just, you know, get some closure, job, job done. I'm surprised you didn't uh, say Geo. Yeah, I, well, I didn't realise Hulkenberg was in the mix. Mm. I, I would like Giovinazzi in there as well, but yeah. Hulkenberg, because, you know, just ah, get that podium and retire. <laughs> yeah. yes. well, well, it could rain at Monaco. You never know. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very I'd true. like to see Mick stay, to be fair. Oh, yeah, true, actually. It doesn't I, really I, seem, I, seem like it's going to happen, but I think he's done enough. I think it'd be a big shame if Mick Schumacher's never on the Formula 1 grid again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really see how I've been too impressed on this year. In all honesty, he's beating Magnussen at the minute, though. Yeah, but when when it counted, when the car was good, it wasn't there. But yeah, true. He's. I don't think he's a bad driver. I just. Uh, I'm not convinced he's F1 level. Oof. At the moment, and then probably last is AlphaTauri and. God knows what's happening there. But would you keep Sonoda? Yes. One more year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, I would. One last chance. They don't really have anyone sparkling coming up mm-hmm. at the minute. So have they still That's got? The... Uh, is Deruvo signed with them? Yeah, Liam Lawson so. as well. Deruvo Lawson, I think, is the only one. Yeah, ready who could go in. I'm with you there. Well, inconsistent year in F2, but mm. when he's shone, he's shone brightly. Is uh, Teal Pacher, is he signed for Sauber, isn't he? Oh, is he? He is a Sauber um, prospect, youth prospect. I'm trying to think. Mm. I've been playing too much football manager. <laughs> um, <laughs> but hey, it's, it's coming uh, to PlayStation soon. That I might pick it up. Yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, I'd like to see Pacher, but I think he... Uh, boat has sailed for him at least for another year he had a really bad end to the season mm-hmm. he was in championship contention but Drugovic Drugovic smashed it uh, yeah even those we've never we've not put Drugovic in any seat at all no but he has even the Aston Martin reserve doesn't he so it's kind true, of like he's yeah. already there I'd have him over Stroll in the seat any day if I was <laughs> anyone but Lawrence <laughs> yeah yeah, it's it's mm. it's a shame there isn't always a path for the two guys, but they've got all, oh, yeah, IndyCar with Eilat and yeah, Lungard. yeah, with Robert Schwartzman just announced for something. Oh, was he? I'm not sure. I've not seen that. Robert yeah, Schwartzman, he was just announced for something. I uh, guess Wick for some reason. Live good one. So he's testing for Ferrari. That's what it was. Ah. He is going to be free practice one. Oh, cool. Wait, oh, yes, wait this year. That's all gone a bit quiet, hasn't it? The fact that all the teams have to give over two FP1 sessions to a youth driver this year. Yeah. So Schwarzman's going to be in, in the US Grand Prix and mm. Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So, again, guys like that, I think time's gone, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring back Daniel Kvyat. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> yeah, I miss him. What's what's <laughs> happened to my husband? Does anyone know? Oh, literally, no one knows. He's completely no. disappeared off the face of the sun, hasn't he? Face of the sun, face of, face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we miss those lunatics. 
So we're back. Well, well yeah, sometimes. So we're back in two weeks for British Touring Cars at Silverstone. Oh. Now, if straight line speed is going to be an issue again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. a week and a half time. Um, Josh Cook's not going to have a fun week. Nope. nope. Cue the BTC rent. <laughs> and then Formula One is back in Singapore on the second of October for round seventeen. At night. At yeah. night. I'd be in the rain. Oh please. Yes. <laughs> Spice it up. Spice yeah. it up. Remember when Mercedes used to get interfered with by the subway? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm hoping the Red Bull has that this time just to just to line things up. Yeah. <laughs> um the one I'm excited for the one after that, Suzuka, is back on the 9th of October. Oh, oh. yeah. More gravel traps. In the rain. <laughs> Ooh. You're starting to sound like burning now. He sprinkles it the side of the track. Yeah. <laughs> Just want something to spice it up a bit. Yeah. As long as you don't have a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Singapore, Japan, then we're at US for Austin, and then Mexico, Brazil, Abu Dhabi. End of the year. Yeah, already. And good news, it looks like Monaco's staying for another couple of years. I'm happy to see it. Yeah, me personally as well. It's a terrible race. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's just something about it. Yeah. You just live in hope of a wet race with a crazy grid. Yeah, with four cars finishing. <laughs> yeah. Was it 96? Who won uh, it? Yes. Panis won it. It yeah. was. Amazing. Maybe one day. Well, any more from Monza for you guys? The last European race of the year? Mm-hmm. One small thing. A colleague of mine, Crystal, she went and she said it's amazing and we all should go. Huh? Yeah. Because the atmosphere is incredible. It's quite cheap for what it is. Mm-hmm. And she or she would say she recommended maybe ponying up for a grandstand seat, which she didn't. She was stood behind a fence just after the first chicane. Mm-hmm. And said it was really visceral really quick the fans go crazy you can walk around the old banking there's no police seeing of it <laughs> you just go do it get some pictures no one checks your bag take your camera in you pack lunch whatever winner yeah I did read that it was a horrendous organisation over the weekend uh mm. yes but she did say she had to get there really early and queue up forever and then you had to sort of fight over your spot like a festival mm. Mm. yeah so that that's why if you go there and get a grandstand seat it probably is the best we're doing it. Yeah. There was rumours spreading around day again F1 internet that some Dutch fans had turned up on Friday and tried to build their own grandstand. But I never <laughs> but I never actually saw if that was confirmed or not. There was also alleged sightings uh, of uh, Italian people saying you need to remove your Max Verstappen hats. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, which isn't cool. Really. Yeah, that's not. You know, come on, it's Formula One, we're all there for a good time. Yeah. The Belgian on grandstand, though, I could get on top, could get on board with that. Yeah, <laughs> I just love well, it. How, it would be. how do you get through security with some scaffolding? Like, well, I don't think there was any. That's the point. <laughs> right, <okay>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the race we're going. To. Yep, that's it. Monza, we're there. Okay. Any more? No, that's it. All good. Well, thank I'm you for downloading. <laughs> Enjoy your nap. We'll see you in a week and a bit time for Silverstone from the BTCC, where there's a proper title fight happening. Yes. <laughs> proper title yeah, fight. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So, 
enjoy your week off and we'll be back with that we'll see you then Arriva Derci or Arriva Bene, whatever. <laughs> Arriva Bene. <laughs> Arriva Bene. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. Linguini. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>